after I got hired by the company, I was like, wow, like, I mean, yes, it was worth it. And, and I don't really regret it, but I just kind of wish I would have, you know, balanced it out a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I learned about balance until like very recently. Hey, 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 welcome back to Just Doing Life with your favorite host, Miss Megan. The girl that you probably partially hate because I can't be consistent with this. Da, 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 da. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody. I have been so horrible. Um, I'm going to attribute it to the fact that I'm a city girl now and I got lots of stuff to be doing other than sitting in my room with the door locked, talking to myself into this microphone. So I apologize and I promise I will get better because... I've even noticed that I get, like, sad not talking to strangers, and so I need to keep recording these and putting them out for all of you wonderful listeners or you people who are stalking this podcast, because you want to see what Megadie Wegadie is up to these days, but I apologize. I know I am mad at myself for not following through with these. I was doing such a good time, doing such a good job with recording these, and then Like I said, this move just really threw me for a loop, but I will say I was listening to this other podcast, Mindset Mentor. He should sponsor me because I talk about him all the time, but this guy, Rob Dial, gives these motivational uh, podcast episodes like every morning, and he was saying how some insane percent, like 95% of podcasters don't make it past the seven, the first seven episodes, and you guys... I have like 28, 29, something crazy now. Look, I'm a full-blown podcaster. Can you believe it? I know. And if you're listening, thank you for being a dedicated listener. The fact that I found 28 people, that's that's a lie. I'd say probably 75% of those were people. But the fact that I made it, you know, to 20 people at least that want to talk to me and share their stories is kind of crazy. So cheers to that. Happy Monday. Am I right? Actually, it's Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, Monday. God, this is all over the place. Anyways, um, like I said, I've been really busy. I have been just on the move, you know? I was, oh, I was at a wedding last weekend. One of my friends got married. Looked stunning. Here's a story for you guys. I... (laughs) you know, a wedding, you get a little drinky drink in your system. And this drinky drinking girl (laughs) fell down the stairs at the wedding in front of probably 75% of the guests because everyone was lining up to watch the beautiful bride walk down the stairs and through this little tunnel of people. But before they got to see the bride, they got to see Miss Megan falling on her butt. Actually, it wasn't my butt. It was my hip because I fell sideways. I was full-blown horizontal on the floor, staring up into the crowd, made eye contact with a guy I haven't seen in five years, and thought, well, shit. (laughs) So uh, that was a humbling moment. But you know what? I got right back up, dusted the confetti off my pants, my dress, and I just continued the night. And, you know, I... Cringe about it probably three times a day at this point, but it's fine. Anyways, I have a great episode for you today. Marnie, you are wonderful. Um, I'm sorry it took me so long to get this out, but it's out and it's better than ever. And it was a great episode. I thought it was so fun. It was like a very casual, cool conversation. I'm starting to think that I kind of want to take these into a slightly different direction, still with the career mindset, 
but I do love when they go on these little tangents. So I might try to start more conversation on these random storylines. So yeah, anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. Sorry for the super long intro. I'm annoying. Okay, bye. Here's Marnie. All right. Well, let's just kick it off. Hi, everybody. I have Marnie with me tonight. I'm super excited to get to know more about you and your story. So if you want to just go ahead and kick us off with any sort of background details about yourself, hobbies, interests, where you're from, whatever, you you take the floor now. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for having me. I think this is the first time I've ever done anything like this, and it's crazy I came from like a TikTok, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to get like one view per video, and I was like my mom, so it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was born in Mexico, and I lived there for, I'd say seven years I think and then my mom got a job in Kentucky of all places so I moved there my dad stayed in Mexico and I grew up in Kentucky even had like a little bit of a southern accent it might come out okay <laughs> got that southern twang yeah <laughs> I have like too much tequila then it definitely can have like zero control over it um then I went to school uh in Chicago and I couldn't find a job. So I moved back to Kentucky. I was like, no, Kentucky's like not where I'm meant to be. So mm-hmm. I applied to like every job possible and got one in New York. And it was supposed cool. to be like, I would train in New York and then go back to Chicago, but then I just ended up staying in New York. Okay. I've been here for like six years now. Very cool. Okay. Quick question. I've talked about this with my friends, the New York city bagels. Is that like truly the hype? Is it worth it? Or it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love food. And like, I thought you were about to ask me about the pizza. Oh, because, no. well, like, we have Chicago deep dish here. So honestly, like, I don't really think about pizza from New York, <laughs> but the bagels yeah. on the other hand, I the see bagels. videos of it. I'm like, oh my God, they look so good. I don't know why they taste better, but they do. And they- <laughs> it's like a New York snob kind of thing, but I, yeah, I honestly, like- maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, cool. Awesome. Um, well, with that, let's talk about your career and everything. So um, first question, did you go to school by like university, college? Yeah, I went okay. to school called. Oh, go ahead. sorry. Well, before we get into that, I just knowing that you went to off to college, um, I'd love to start off with what you were thinking in high school, kind of where you envisioned your career going and then kind of how that transitioned into college with your major. Yeah, I think I didn't really care about college at all okay. at first. Like my my grandmother was a professional tennis player back in the day, and then like mm-hmm. everybody in my family plays tennis. So I always thought that I was like, oh, I'm gonna be professional. I was never <laughs> good enough to even be close to that. So it's uh-huh. just a hard, you know, uh, coming down to earth after that. Uh-huh. But yeah, when I realized, I was like, oh my god, I I have to figure like my future out. So. Um, I ended up picking the school that I did because I knew the tennis coach there. So I ended up, you know, having to rely on tennis to figure out school because my grades were like never really that great. So I was like terrified of like rejection from schools and stuff like that. So I actually only applied to two schools that I like had scholarship offers for. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely don't recommend waiting until like the last minute to figure school out. But yeah, yeah, I just I was I just remember being really like scared and not really knowing. And at that point, I think like everybody was 
in that like job market where you had to have a degree for everything. I feel like now, especially in tech, you don't even need to have a degree, mm-hmm. uh, but at that time you did. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I think that's actually something that a lot of people do in high school, like athletes specifically. I just had, um, I don't know if you caught the last episode I put out, but I had a gentleman who came in and was talking a lot about sports and the transition, um, from, you know, college life, playing a sport to, just normal adulthood. Um, but anyways, I I think that that's like a very niche community, but a lot of people fall into it just because a lot of people are playing those sports growing up and do rely heavily on, you know, choosing a college for wherever they're going to take you, which is good and bad because I think sometimes it can narrow your selection down a little bit and you might not be able to explore what your other passions are just because you're driven so much by sports, but it sounds to me like it works out in your favor. It did work out. I mean, I was able to graduate like debt free and all of that. It was, I can't say it's like the best number one school ever, but you know, I Uh learned how to do everything I needed to for my current job. And one thing that, you know, I'm very like, I believe strongly is that you don't learn everything in school. Like you learn so much more on the job. And so, you know, like, that's why I'm like very pro, you don't need to go to school. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think it's really great to learn, but it's just, I don't think it's like do or die how it was when I was going to school. Definitely. So tell me, what did you, what did you major in, in college? (laughs) I majored in something silly. (laughs) No, I majored in in computer science. Okay. Because like, I knew I had to pick a major and I was like, I don't want to go in undecided. I just want to pick something and and just finish it. And basically to decide, I just Googled like the highest paying major. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) And you landed on computer. I was going to say, if you're just going and just choose something, why on earth would you like choose computer science? My God, I think that'd be my absolute last selection. (laughs) I'd rather go into like general business than just like a computer. Oh my God. Good for you though. (laughs) Really went in for it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So it worked out, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. So, so were the the classes engaging, like, were you interested in it once you got into it? And then you were kind of like, oh, wow, that was kind of lucky that I got there. Yeah. I mean, I've always like love like games like not like diehard video games but I, I had a game boy and a playstation and she's a so gamer like, everybody no I absolutely <laughs> not like and so um I I remember like liking those kinds of things and I was also really like value simplicity and like mm-hmm. automation and, and those kinds of things so I remember at one point I even like leaned so hard into it that I was like I'm gonna do my master's in Italy and in robotics and stuff like that I'm like who is that person <laughs> I did not do that but like you know I'm one of those people that's like all or nothing so I was like I had nothing and then I was like okay I'm all in on this computer science stuff and uh-huh. that's <laughs> so cool was- the classes were interesting. It's kind of like learning a new language. It's mm-hmm. just, you don't have accents. You have like semicolons and. Yeah. Listen, I, I tried coding in an internship uh, two years ago and I think I started balding from it. So <laughs> I, I'm going to respect your decision to go computer science and I'm happy for you that it worked out, but you will not convince me that it is a, the path. Right now. <laughs> okay. Well, so, so you fell into computer science just kind of accidentally and then let take me through like senior year. What were your prospects coming out of college? Oh my gosh. I had no prospects because again, I, I have this like love hate relationship with tennis because it's like giving me, giving me everything, mm-hmm. but also it's taken away everything that I could have had, you know, like, I think I could have gone maybe to a better school or whatever, but senior year, I was, I was just worried about 
like my freaking winning record. Like all I cared about was winning my stupid matches, even though like <laughs> in the grand scheme of things didn't matter. But then when I was about to graduate, I was like, oh my God, I have to find a job so I can keep my apartment and my life here in Chicago. And ultimately I moved home because I couldn't find a job because every summer I had spent in Mexico with my family, like playing tennis, like all mm-hmm. summer. So no like internships to kind yeah, of give like, you some no, sort of accreditation. Yeah. And then like at that time it was, I want to say 2016 and I actually had to go like a summer semester to finish one credit or whatever. And um, it was at the time where like we were outsourcing a lot of like tech jobs to India. I mean, I know we still are, but like at that time it felt like every single job was like outsourced to India mm-hmm. or like they required a ton of years of experience for like entry level positions. So, you know, I was just like, oh shoot, like what am I supposed to do? Like I don't have any experience. So mm-hmm. that's why like when I moved home, I just like started applying for like, I wouldn't even like Google computer science. I would just like look up tech or like data or anything like super, super vague. I was like, I just need to start somewhere and I know I can work my butt off to get somewhere right. from there. Right. Okay. So you were just pretty much just scrambling for whatever. Okay. (laughs) I feel like that's, that's how so many people are. And I, I love it because, well, I love it and hate it because it is probably so frustrating coming out of school, feeling like you busted your ass for four years and it's going nowhere because I think kind of like what you said, it's almost just an underlying assumption that if you get a four-year degree, you have a job. And unfortunately that's not the case. And it takes a lot more than just, I mean, connections, networking is half of it. And there could be people who might not be nearly as qualified as you, but just know the right people, which I mean, I also think that that's also a great way to get a job. So like it is what it is. Um, but, but I can understand the frustration coming out of that thinking, Oh my God, what did I just do with four years of my life? And I'm, you know, scrambling, looking for whatever. So I, I appreciate the, like the grit to just kind of look for whatever, wherever. So what did you end up landing on then? Um, I landed this um, like job or this interview with a consulting company and it's not like those consulting companies like McKinsey or like big like big four big consulting four, yeah. Like, yeah it was just kind of like um, a company that would train people like you'd spend like two months training and like these basic skills that people were looking for and then you would go on interviews with their clients so um, kind of sounds like yeah, recruiting I, almost was it almost yeah Okay, so would you break? So, what was your role then? Well, I they they recruited me, I guess, or I like we connected, and and they they're recruiting talent so that they can you know send these consultants out to companies that are way cheaper than like hiring you know like a consultant from Ernst and Young or you know like BCG or something like so that. You so you would continue working for them, but like be a con- and consultant to external clients. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I got confused there. I was, I was confused if you were being like sent off then to go apply for a new job, but okay. So you got your job was to get trained in a specific area Mm -hmm. and then they ship you off to, you know, whatever company. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And how did, how was that? Did you like it? Was it up your alley? Was it computer science at all? (laughs) It was, um, it was still like tech and, but mine was like, my track was like focused more around like uh, project management in tech. So that was like my first job, like with the third party company. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think I would not have the job that I have today had I not gotten my foot in the door through this company. So I would a hundred percent do it again. 
um, like I said, in that moment, I just felt like I just needed to get somewhere and I needed yeah. to get out of Kentucky. And so sorry, sorry to interrupt you really quick, but how long after you graduated was it that you started working? Um, okay. So after I finished the extra like credit that semester, I needed, semester, yeah, August, um, and then I moved in October. Oh, so you weren't months. you weren't scrambling for too long. That's good. I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, she was like yeah. really struggling for a couple months here. It okay, was that's like one, that one class over the summer. It felt like it was just like I don't know, like an afterthought. I mean, actually, that was my favorite class ever, but it wasn't like going to school full time. So like that whole time, I see, like, uh, it I see, felt like longer than it actually was. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, I'm like okay. extremely dramatic. So like even the slightest, it's <laughs> like really <laughs> you and me both. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you started this job. How long did you stay there for? Um, I stayed about a year, I think. Okay. And then I got hired by the company that I was like consulting at. Interesting. Okay. Walk me through that. How did that, those conversations start? Um, what kind of got you to ha- make that connection? Um, well, I actually, I think it's like one of like my greatest qualities and my worst qualities that I just get really like attached to the things that I do. Like I'm just so driven off of, you know, success. And so, and I think that's maybe like the whole being an athlete thing. It's like mm-hmm. wins or losses, you see everything that way. So I just remember being obsessed with like, making it in in like corporate America and so I just okay I truly like gave everything up except for like trying my hardest to like make my bosses or like their life easier so that they would want to hire me because ultimately you know you ideally spend like I think two years in a consulting company and then you know you look to either move out or or go into the company that you were working at is that like a company type of culture or is that just the culture of the people that show up there, if that makes sense. Um, like, like, do they encourage that? Or is that something that you just kind of went in thinking I'm going to, you know, make my way up to promotion. And the second one I'm about to like make that next level, or I do make that next level, then I'm getting out of here for that higher pay raise. Yeah. I think I, obviously I think that company would have liked <laughs> to keep you okay. there. Obviously gotcha. they make more money, but I think, uh, you know, just the percentages would be more in my favor. Like if you work, it's like cutting out the middle man, you mm-hmm. know, like I, I owed my, you know, my initial connection to this, com- this new other company, um, for the introduction or whatever, but you know, I wanted you to do get that's for you. Yeah. So I could get paid more Absolutely. So expensive. Like, oh, totally. Like my mom still doesn't really fully get it. Like she knows it's expensive, but like, it's just so expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Um, you made a comment that I'd like to go back to, uh, just elaborate a little bit more on, uh, you said that, you gave up everything. What do you mean by that? We're like socially. I'm sorry. I just realized I like lean back and I look like so small in this camera. That's probably so weird. Um, I'm like usually I'm at a desk, but I'm in a bed right now, so I like have a little bit more like freedom to move. But <laughs> sorry. Okay. So, anyways, um, yeah. Tell me what is what did you mean by giving giving it all up for to make it in the corporate world? Yeah, I think. I mean. I'm not going to say like I gave up my social life per se, because a lot of like corporate America is going out drinking with coworkers (laughs) and like making connections. (laughs) So it really like that really became kind of my strategy. And you, you went into like networking a little bit before it's like, that's so important with how you get your next job. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I just wanted to make connections with every possible person that I could. And also I wanted to, like, I work crazy hours. I remember like, it wasn't, they weren't asking me to work crazy hours. 
hours, but I just knew that like, if I work like an extra hour, I could get X percent more done or, or get something more perfect or close to perfect. And, you know, I'm a perfectionist. And so like, I became obsessed with perfection and obsessed with, you know, the, the rewards of, or the benefits of doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And I just thought if I do enough good things or enough perfect things, then I'll get hired by this company. Did you feel like drowning in work at any point or were you just so focused on the goals that you had that it didn't really matter to you? I think it didn't really matter to me at the time. In retrospect, I I feel like it was probably a little much and that's kind of how Mm -hmm. I feel with everything in my life. Like I remember I gained like, I don't know, like 50 or 60 pounds, like something ridiculous. Like Mm -hmm. obviously you stop training, you stop and you're just sitting at a desk all day. So it just became, I think like, after I got hired by the company I was like wow like I mean yes it was worth it and and I don't really regret it but I just kind of wish I would have you know balanced it out a bit more Mm -hmm. and I don't think I learned about balance until like very recently even yeah yeah I'm always so intrigued because I've started to realize like for myself that like when I reflect on who I am as a person I have never I mean, I, I did like grind really hard in college. Like I also was an athlete. Like I took a buttload of classes, like stupid number of majors, whatever. And I've just never felt that I've had the ability to grind it out like that because I don't know. It's just something that like, I've always been someone that's like, well, there's like life still, like I still need to do life, you know? And I think that's hold it, held, hold it, God, Megan, <laughs> held me back a little bit because I forget that when you are passionate about something like you are that you can put in, like if, if you're really ambitious, like you can do, do it. And I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit because you obviously did it for the year that you were working with that company, grinded it out, got that next position with the company you were working for. And then after realize like, Holy shit, I just, (laughs) I just did that. (laughs) And I think that's something that so many people do. Like, I know I'm capable of things, but I think it's like the fear of making that next goal. So I guess I'm curious, when you made this goal of yours to get hired by this, this company, what, I mean, other than the goal itself, was there anything that you had to like, you know, put on yourself to keep going? If that makes sense. Like, was it truly the goal itself of getting hired that kept you go waking up every day? Cause I know some people are like, I have my goals. I wake up in the morning. I read it. I know what I want, but I feel like that's not enough for some people. No, I mean, I think like I always put a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself and that's kind of what keeps me driven. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I don't want to say that like the way that I've done it is probably the way that everybody should do it. I would, if I could do it again, I would try to be more balanced. But once I got hired by the company, it was like, I'm really bad about this. Like I actually like I'll reach a goal and then I'm like, I'll celebrate say that day or that week. And then I'm like, okay, next goal next. is this just like keep going so it's like you know you don't like almost appreciate what you just did it's like Mm -hmm. wow I just did that or Mm -hmm. like you know and I think it's really important to celebrate your wins and sometimes I don't celebrate them enough and sometimes I celebrate them too much so I struggle (laughs) with thing (laughs) okay awesome so so take me through then you've you got the role at the new company you're grinding that out what comes next Oh my gosh. Um, well, I was like, okay, I have to prove my worth. Like, yeah, they hired me full time. I have to prove that like they didn't make a mistake. And then shortly after I, I got hired full time, my direct manager went to go work for a startup. And 
I'm sorry, almost died. Um, <laughs> my boss, um, she went to a startup in the startup. I mean, it was like the startup time of, I don't know, of like the world, I guess. Like everything mm-hmm. was a startup. And I mean, it still is, but I think like it was just like such like a hot idea. A new time. concept. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, I want to be that startup girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like I worked in corporate America. I was like, it's a bit stuffy, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And so then she ended up asking me to go with her a few months later. So like just after I got hired full time, I left to go to this startup. And okay. it was, it's a lot. It's actually, <laughs> it's part of like the most, it's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my career was like leave a team that like had just worked so hard to convert me. And, and you know, I spent so much time kicking off my career there. But I was like so loyal to my manager and I thought that that was the right move. And this, the difference between startups and like corporate America is that like, I mean, obviously I'm sure you've heard, but like startups are kind of chaotic. Like they have really great ideas, but it's like everything is from scratch and starting new. There's not a structure yet. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize how much I needed the structure. So it wasn't so much that I didn't like the startup. It's just that I, I needed structure to be productive and I really missed that like order. So I ended up leaving the startup nine months after I, I, I was there. Okay. But it was like a boot camp. Like I felt like I learned so much because you mm-hmm. just have to do so many things. Like so many things within across different roles or it was just in the new industry. So across different roles. Yeah, it was like it was a completely new industry. It was like um um it was like a recycling startup so it was it was something I was passionate about um and it was like I was what was my role it was like tech technology analyst so it was like very vague so I got to do I got to do I had to do a lot of different things from like just everything like whether like somebody's computer wasn't working I would have to help you know fix that even though that's not what I like specialize in so I was just like gotcha I see so it was just dabbling in a little bit of everything that's a that's very interesting to know because I'm not gonna lie like I think TikTok makes the startup looked so glamorous and I'm sure it really is for a lot of people and I'm sure there's like you said there's great things to to learn at startups but I never thought about the structure aspect of it because I know myself like I'm a very I like some sort of structure so I can imagine that being kind of daunting especially still kind of new in your career I mean what that's only two and a half years out of like (laughs) big adult life so I can imagine yeah okay so you left after nine months and then where did you go after that I went back to the original (laughs) wow it comes full circle (laughs) nice so so obviously they weren't pissed (laughs) yeah honestly I (laughs) If, if anybody's listening and they leave their job, like do not burn bridges. Like, honestly, like they were fantastic when I left and they were fantastic when I came back. So how did, <laughs> I'm curious. So how did that, did you like reach out and be like, yo, <laughs> I miss you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like take me back. Or, yeah, or- I was really close with like my manager's manager um, when I was still at that company. And so we would catch up every now and then. And so I, I was like, we should get dinner sometime soon. And then he, he, we had dinner and he asked me, he's like, how's everything going? And you know, like when you're like on the verge of like, did you, did you do a meltdown? Oh, full meltdown. Oh my God. Did you really? (laughs) No, 
I'm like imagining like the conversation with your ex when you see like your ex out in public and you're like trying to like play it cool and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like no my life is a wreck I miss you take me back <laughs> yeah and like back then I was just like so ashamed that I had left and I felt like it was a failure but honestly I couldn't have the job that I have today or the job I went back for if I didn't go to that startup mm-hmm. it was absolutely like learning so much and it really took me up until like this past year to really come to terms with that because I was just like I just felt so much shame and like I don't know I felt really disloyal even though like I left because I was like so fiercely loyal to my manager at the time Mm so yeah anyway they took me back (laughs) oh thank god thank god yeah and then yeah so then I came back and I and I was with them for like three years four years I think oh so you you stayed for for more than a hot second (laughs) okay gotcha I I have to prove myself prove my loyalty bend over backwards for Uh them and and I did and it, it really you know people say like oh if they say it's like a family at work like you know, red flag, but honestly, it was like a family. Like, do people actually say that? I love, I love like a good work culture. I think that makes it, I mean, you're spending 40 hours plus a a week there. They better treat you nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I really did feel so at home. And then finally, like, well, not finally, um, like last year I got put up for promotion. So you get promoted only once, like everybody gets promoted only once a year. So it it happens in January, but it's like a really long process throughout the year. So it like kicks off around this time and then you get put up in front of committees and like a lot of people talk about like whether you should be or not. Mm -hmm. So you find out in January and then this past January, I found out I got promoted and my, they got my mom on the call and my best friend on that's the video that's the bit I'm saying I'm like like getting goosebumps thinking about it again <laughs> yeah so it's like who, how many people do you know like they would bring their mom like my mom's in Kentucky and she couldn't even get in the zoom so my boss ended up like facetiming her and like holding her up on the thing <gasps> oh my gosh they like truly went above and beyond and they like they truly have been amazing and you know I talked to other of my friends and like they just don't really have that work culture mm-hmm. so it's something I like super, super value at this company. Yeah. Okay. And so that's where you're at now with this new kind of, I would say, cause I would say, isn't there some sort of like side thing that you're doing or something? No. So I, um, I just quit my job, um, but for like an internal mobility thing. So okay. I'm just like doing departments and. Okay. Oh, so you're still with the same company. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, wait, you just hyped up this company. You're going to be teasing my listeners. I can't, I can't post this. You're, gonna, you're throwing them for a loop. Okay. Same company, just different, different position. Yeah. Okay. It's like a different department, but it's like, just like after working with them for a couple of like weeks, it's like there, it's a different, it feels like a different like business almost like the culture is still pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still great, but it's just, it's like working for a completely different company, but it's just a different like. Yeah. And you're liking it. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's not really as techy as any of the jobs that I have done in the past. Mm-hmm. It's more about like program management and strategy. So um, my other jobs have been more around like developing things. And I don't think I ever said like what I do, like I do, I specialize in data visualization. So get oh, cool. tons of data and like make like tell a story pretty with pictures <laughs> make yeah. sense of it basically um so now I've, I've basically not given it up fully but like now I'm focusing more on like uh, strategic initiatives and program managing like 
big tech initiatives across like cool. multiple departments. So Very cool. It's just like completely different than anything I've ever done. So I'm like mm-hmm. really scared, but really excited. But that's like, I feel like that's when the best things come out of life. When you jump into things that are new and a little bit scary, you know, you got a little bit of nerves around it, but it's a good change. That's awesome. That's so exciting. And that, and like you said before, I think it's so important to realize how I'm a big, big believer that everything happens for a reason. So all the crazy jumps, all the tennis that you played in the summer is like as big of a pain in the ass as it seems. And like how it might've set you up to not necessarily pursue something you maybe wanted originally. Like, I think it all works its way out and you puts the right people in your, in your life, puts the right people in your path, makes the good connection. So that's so exciting. That is awesome. And I love hearing about your amazing culture at work. My goodness. Oh my gosh. My cat is like now trying to join the zoom, but oh, go away. <laughs> bring them, bring them in. in. <laughs> that um, is so cool though. Yeah, I love that. I think so important I never really like I thought it was just like a buzzword that people used to say like oh the culture at work is great I'm like whatever that means but like you know you truly feel that and just like being mm-hmm. gone and coming back like I felt that you know yeah absolutely absolutely so when you were um spending like the three to four years in that role or in that department um before you changed quite a bit, I like they were like not not again like nothing against you. I'm sorry, that sounded so judgmental. I did not mean it. No, no, no. Listen, I'm like a sporadic like ADD. Like I need something new all the time. So I am probably going to be doing the same thing here shortly. But but with that being said, so you were saying, oh shoot, this meeting will end. Oops. Okay. Sorry. Well, got a little warning on my screen. I don't know if you got it on your screen too. But... Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. I'll start talking even faster. Just kidding. I already talked fast. Um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So you were like switching around, um, like kind of frequently at the beginning of your career. And then you had that little stint where it was, you know, three to four years in that one mm-hmm. role. Did you at all feel like monotony in the day to day or like you kind of get bored of it? Um, not really. It's an, it was an operations role. And so every day brought like a new challenge. Okay. Almost. But there towards the end, when I was thinking about leaving or not, I did feel like just really comfortable in what I was doing. I was like, I don't feel like I need to, and not that I don't need to, but I felt like I just wasn't growing or learning as mm-hmm. fast as I once was. And, and I'm very impatient. So I felt like in tech, you don't want to get like stuck and you don't want to get left. Yeah. You always want to be learning. So, so I felt like I just needed to be pushed out of my comfort zone and into something like crazy like that again. So gotcha. So that's kind of what spurred that decision to move. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Just curious because I know that sometimes when you're sitting in the same role, it can, some people love it though. And I think yeah. like, that's not, not like not everyone needs to follow that path. And obviously that's what I try to strive here on the podcast is that everyone's story looks different and you, you know, do what's best for you. Um, but, but it does sound right up your alley to, to <laughs> want something new, want something exciting. So that's awesome. Well, Marnie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me this evening. Um, really appreciate it and excited that we finally got to connect and you've been so wonderful. So, um, can't thank you enough. Anything else you want to, uh, mention here before I let you go? Um, no, I think no. Awesome. Do you want do you want to plug your? I don't know how like much you like attracting people to your TikTok, <laughs> but if you're welcome to put it on here, I always think it's like I feel like people want to see like the TikToks that I okay. I find so many people on social media. It's kind yeah. of disturbing, but <laughs> so go ahead and plug it here. Um, it's Hangry Marn. Uh, okay. 
P-R-Y, Mar. Something we can all relate to. Yeah. It's like I'm always grumpy. And so like my, I created a blog when we, when COVID started and uh-huh. I was going to like write about like all these recipes and stuff. No, that failed. Like, <laughs> listen to it's because you didn't have a Y attached to it. I dude. didn't have a Y attached. I literally did not care. Now I order meals three times a day, waste all the money on it. It's fine. But I still get hangry. So <laughs> love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I was going to like do a little send off, but then I was thinking I can't pause this without this thing ending. So anyways, um, but I will connect with you when I get this uploaded and everything and hope to stay connected thereafter. Mm -hmm. Network with me. Come on. (laughs) Follow me on LinkedIn. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'll talk to you later, Marty. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right, everybody, I'm not even going to bother you with an intro of my thoughts because I think I vocalized my thoughts pretty much throughout the entire episode. I also think that I was a little bit of a bully, maybe not a bully, but I was a little bit more friendly or just like pretending I knew Marnie really well. And I realized I was making some jokes that maybe I should have toned it down a little bit. God, sometimes I forget that like you can't bully strangers, Um, even though it wasn't bullying. I was just picking fun, you know? God. Anyways, great episode. I hope it brightened your day, your Memorial Day, and maybe you're listening to this hungover and this is sparking some sparking, stirring, bringing you back to life, you know? Anyways, happy Monday, everybody. As always, follow What Now Megan on Instagram, on TikTok, on justdoinglifespotify.com. That's definitely not a URL, but anyways, (laughs) goodbye. I'm sick of myself.